Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. I'm getting asked a lot at the moment, how do you motivate your staff? How do you motivate your team? How do you motivate people around you, family, friends, people that are helping you out at your events? Uh, and um, there are three things that are more important to people than money. Now, there have been a lot of studies in recruitment, in hiring, in what motivates your staff, your team the most. And of course, most of us think, well, give them a lot of money, they'll do the job. Not enough money, they won't do the job. But it's definitely not as simple as that. Now, I'm going to give you the three things that motivate people more than money, according to much research from recruitment companies, etc. And they are P-R-A. Must, must make sure I remember them. P-R-A, not necessarily in that order. The most important thing, if you want to motivate helpers at your events that are doing it for free, your staff, your customers, your family, your friends, anyone is... What are their values? Discover their values and sell what you want them to do based on their values. That's the single most important thing. So many of you who subscribe to The Disruptive Entrepreneur from 174 countries around the world or in my communities, you're going to ask me in the future, I'm having a problem with this staff member, this family member, this friend, this business associate. And the answer is always going to be discover their values then sell what you want them to do or how you want to influence them or what you want to change in them about them based on their values. Because here's the ultimate reality, which we've all got to get used to. No one works for you. No one does anything for you. Everyone does jobs, you know, they serve for their own benefit, whether it's to pay their mortgage or feel fulfillment or have progression or be recognized or feel important or give back, whatever it is. So um, I remember a few years ago when I started my business and I maybe had 10 staff, I naively thought that they all work for me and you know, I'm paying them and they're, they're earning thanks to me. And if it weren't for me, they wouldn't be paying their mortgage. So they should do what I say. And that was a, that was a very naive, insular view of hiring people. Because the reality is, without your team, you wouldn't be able to fulfill your vision. So you're serving them, fulfilling their vision as much as they're serving you, fulfilling yours. Uh, And so, you know, rather than pedestalizing yourself as the boss and them as your employees, and if you ever have to pull that card out, I'm your boss, do it because I'm paying you, they'll probably end up leaving and you'll lose a lot of goodwill. Just like if your kids start kicking off and you say, well, I'm your dad, do what I say. The, oh, because I'm your dad does not work. I know I've tried it myself. So you never want to use that car because you'll create a load of bad will. And people will hold on to that and then they'll want to revenge you. So Alex has just made a point that servant leadership is the way to go. Yeah, so if you help others achieve their vision, serving them to achieve their vision, and it's in alignment with yours, then they're simultaneously serving you towards your vision. This is why I like a happy workplace. This is why I want people to enjoy what they do, to love what they do and do what they love. This is why I don't feel that the people that work for me work for me. They work with me. Even the people who have the employee, not the entrepreneur mindset, I still feel that they're an intrapreneur. Uh, And if I serve them, they'll serve me. And, And that's how the world works. So here are the three things that are more important to your team members than money. Then I'll give you the value script on how to find out their values. 
and how to sell what you want them to do based on their values. And remind me of that because I do get a bit excited and I might forget. So the P is progression. I've experienced this because I used to think that this was a benefit our company and it turned out to some to be a drawback and I only learned through feedback. So I used to think because Progressive was a startup business, a small business, and it didn't have a mass or massive organizational chart and it didn't have hundreds of staff, that um, someone could come in, be a disruptive intrapreneur, and they could forge their own role. And, you know, one day there'd be an innovation department. One day there'd be a digital marketing agency. One day there'd be a progressive um, design agency. One day we'd have a letting agency. One day we'd have a personal development company. And, you know, we have or we're creating all of these things now. And I could see it because I am the entrepreneur of progressive property. I am progressive property. I see the vision. That's my job. But many of my team couldn't see it. And so because they couldn't see it, they didn't believe it. But I thought because there's no massive corporate hierarchy and there aren't 10 layers of management in your way, it's easier for you to forge your way up. But they couldn't see it. So where I saw coming to Progressive as you know, a massive benefit and there wouldn't be this massive corporate hierarchy and there wouldn't be a million people in your way to get into the job that you want, they needed to see it. So they need to see that they can progress in their role. And that can be through personal development, you know, so tra- on, uh, training in their role, developing their skills. I speak to a lot of people, both who I'm hiring and who are in the team. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector, I'm a watch investor, and those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United, and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk. And he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him. I've used him for many years. And recently we've done a partnership. Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. Who see the education and what they learn, how to grow their knowledge, which adds to their CV, that's a great thing. And, and, off, and people will appreciate that statistically more than money. Apparently, the P, the R and the A are worth 17% um, less money. Again, according to some studies I've read now, um, I couldn't quote the source. And, you know, I'm probably paraphrasing. I might get some of the numbers slightly out. But I do know that money is not as high on the list as these three things. So if you don't have a big org chart you know, where you've got all the roles. And if you work hard for four years, you can get there. And if you work for eight years, you can become a partner. And you work for 15 years and you can buy into the board. If you don't have that structure, you have to show them how they can progress. So you have to show them what training plan they can go on. You have to show them what role they can forge for themselves, what that will mean, how long it might take. And the more time you, you, you spend on helping them progress, progressing financially, so feeling that they're rewarded, progressing with staff benefits, progressing with their education, progressing into management roles in the team. If they can progress, they will stay. Because as soon as people feel like it's too easy and they can just turn up and do what they do, a lot of people will then need a new challenge. And sometimes people leave progressive because they feel like they need a new challenge because they can't see 
where else they can go or grow. So that's P. Ah, and this is a huge one. And this is recognition. So often we just let people crack on and do their job or we get in their way or we take their credit or we don't give enough people praise or we praise the top salesperson, but we don't praise the admin team. Uh, we praise the people who bring in the money, but we don't praise, you know, the people who are steady and consistent and, and do the unsexy things very well. So recognising people, not just for massive success, but for con uh, commitment, for consistency, for caring. So as well as bonuses and rewards for, you know, for hitting great targets, we do birthdays, we do anniversaries. The first day that someone joins us, we, um, we, we buy a load of pizzas and we all go into the meeting room and we have a chat with the new member of team that, that starts. Uh, and each year of service people have done with us, we give them more benefits. Um, I do my best to say thank you a lot, to recognise good things that team members have done. It's kind of, I'm not perfect at it. We've got about 75 people in the office and about 150 outsourcers. So, you know, like even if that was my full-time job, that'd be hard. But I've got to work on it all the time and I've got to make sure I don't leave out some people. Because here's the thing, you go reward and recognise these people and then these people are unhappy. So, you know, that's something that you not want to do yourself because it, it matters a lot when it comes from the top. But you want to instill this in your managers and your team members. And by the way, if you've ever read Think and Grow Rich, that's good. But that's actually not the book I meant. If you've ever read How to Win Friends and Influence People, you'll know that giving the credit to someone else rather than taking it yourself is such a, a hugely powerful strategy. And most people are trying to take the credit because you want recognition too. You know, you've worked really hard. You've burned the midnight oil. You're finally getting some sex. Some sex? <laughs> Hopefully. You're finally getting some success. I should speak more quietly. Uh, and if that's the case, you want to take all the credit. No, no, no. If, if a great leader will give away all of the credit and that will lift people up. So that's recognition. Progression, recognition A is autonomy. Now, the amount of times we've hired someone and then gone in and said, no, you've got to do it like this. No, you've got to do it like that. We haven't trained them and then they do it their way. And then you, you know, you, you rip into them for doing it their way. Or you never let them do a project themselves. So you just give them out mini tasks. So people, basically, you want to hire great people, onboard and train them well, and let them crack on and get out of their way. So let me repeat that. Hire great people, onboard and train them well, and get out of their way. Because none of us like to feel like we've got someone over our shoulder. Checking, micro-checking, checking, do it like this, do it like that, do it like this, don't do it like this. Because, it, you know, that doesn't get, allow us to express our creativity, our freedom. We can get recognition, we can get satisfaction, we can feel progression. So, you know, this is why I like to give people projects and not just tasks. Give people projects, let them design it, let them run with it, let them take the credit for it, and it will have them grow into their role. And that will buy loyalty. No one is loyal to you. Everyone is loyal to themselves. So if you want people to stay loyal to you or the illusion of loyalty, loyalty to you, then you give them progression, you give them recognition, you give them autonomy, and they will be loyal to themselves getting progression, recognition and autonomy, and therefore will be more likely to stay and be loyal to you. And then, of course, the, you know, the, the, the more you've been through together and um, the, the highs and the lows and the recessions and the booms, then you'll have this connection which will make it harder for them to leave because, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll feel, you know, like when you've been friends with someone for years or something like that because you've been through a lot together, you understand each other. Okay, so finally then, it's this, uh, if you want to motivate, lead or inspire anyone, the, the, the golden rule is you have to discover their values. Then when you've discovered their values, you have to sell what you want them to do to meet their own values and needs because remember, everyone's loyal to themselves and not to you. 
So how do you do that? You ask them, what's most important to you in your life? And then when you find out the three, five or seven things, you could in the role ask them, what's most important to you in this role? Now, a few people will ask me because they've read Life Leverage and, you know, they know that this is my stock answer because it's the best answer and the only answer. They say, oh, Rob, I know I've got to discover their values. Um, but, you know, I don't want it to sound like a script. Well, that's easy because if you ask someone what's most important to you in your life, that's very easy to weave in a conversation over dinner or a little meeting or, or anything like that. Or you can take them down uh, for a meal and have a little meal and just weave that in. And you don't go, wait, notebook out. I'm using the value script. Okay, progression, recognition. You just weave it in conversationally. Um, so people will tell you things like family, health, money, travel, freedom, etc. So you want a list of what's most important to them in their life and then a sub-list of what's most important to them in their role. And then when you want them to do something, you sell it based on that. I remember having one team member who was with us for years. She was great. She moved on because she wanted a completely different career. And, you know, I respected that. And to her, free time was very important to her. And of course, at first I felt that a bit of a challenge because I thought, well, I want people to work eight hours a week at Progressive. Um, but the reality is you don't necessarily need that. You need someone who's good at their job. And she was great at her job. Um, and in the, in the past, maybe if we wanted to give a bonus, we might give a bonus of some money, but it didn't motivate her. But if you gave her a Friday afternoon or a Friday off, if she did something great, then that really motivated her and that created some loyalty. So, you know, rather than try and turn someone into what I want them to be, I find it best to find out who they are and then sell what you want them to do based on who they are. They're much more likely to do it. So I hope you enjoyed this live feed video and audio podcast on the three things that are more important to your team members than money. Of course, if you pay 10 or 15% more than all your competitors, you'll attract a lot of people. And to some people, the most important thing to them is money. And when you find that out, they're almost the easiest people to motivate because it's just more money, more commission, more bonus, extra competitions, etc. Just pushing, 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 pushing more money, more money, more money, more money. But um, most people, it's not about the money. Okay, so thanks for tuning in to The Disruptive Entrepreneur. Just want to remind you that I'm doing a, a small UK tour. I'm doing a few select dates. The launch of my book, Money, is imminent. Um, I'm not publishing these uh, dates or locations anywhere except my internal communities because I think most tickets are already sold out. I'm not looking for there to be thousands of people in these rooms. There'll probably be between 50 and 200 at each venue. I'm going to do four in June. Maybe a couple in July, I'm not sure. So if you want to find out the dates, um, I, I, the cost is virtually nothing. It's like 20 quid or something. Uh, I'm not doing this to go and sell a load of stuff. I'm just doing this to promote my book money. Uh, so you need to be in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community to find out the dates, to find out the location. I've got lots of special bonus gifts I'm going to be giving away at these events. If you purchase a pre-launch copy of the book money, which, you have, which you'll need to do at the event, um, I've got uh, a year's membership to my online academy, which is normally £348. Um, I've got a brand new event that I'm launching around money, a two-day event, and I'm going to be giving some tickets away to that before I launch it and charge for it. So um, really just doing this to build some awareness of my new book, Money, coming out, because as you know, my vision is uh, to create global financial freedom. And um, that book's going to be my best chance of getting this out to the globe. And so, uh, you know, that's how I can help you. And hopefully you can help me in return by buying a copy and coming to see me speak. Bring your question about money. What's the thing about money you'd most like answered that you think could free yourselves from the shackles of either debt or that, ce that, that ceiling you've hit where you don't seem to be able to smash through it and earn anymore? 
Um, the, all my talks are going to be Q&As, so they'll be different at each part of the country. So if you want to come to more than one, I'm starting with London, doing a little London leg first, doing four there, and then I'll, I'll, I'll branch out a little bit. So thanks for tuning in. If you think this could help anyone, please share it. Um, as you know, uh, money is a taboo subject, which a lot of people don't have the courage to speak about. I do, and um, I think I can really help people. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Rob again, stay with me here because I've got a gift for you. I get asked for these a lot and I thought, well, I'll, I'll leverage my time and yours and I will put these four things I get asked a lot into a free gift for you. So if you go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report, then what I've done is I've written for you an article on the top 21 apps I use to create the mobile lifestyle. I've written an article on the 14, my most favorite educational, inspirational, informative documentaries of the you know, most inspiring people in the world. I've written uh, which ones they are and a synopsis of each one. I'm very well known for having lots of very specific goals, detailed vision values. So I'm sharing with you my particular document I use, I've PDF'd it for you. And also the fastest ways I know to make money for startup and scale up entrepreneurs. So I've written an article and a detailed report on each one. I've put them all into one. And all you have to do is go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report. You get those for free. I'll never ask anything from you. Spam, I'll never spam you, never sell to you. And then also once a week, I'll send you a new article or a new video content that's a bit different that maybe you wouldn't get normally from the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So I hope you find that useful. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Oh,